This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. And I am joined, um, it feels like it's been forever, but uh, not that long, the always wonderful and fabulous Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. It's great to be here with you. Uh, So if you are tuning in for the first time, uh, Diane is a nationally recognized etiquette expert as well as the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training. Um, Today we are going to talk about, well... Let me let me give a little backstory. So we get letters all the time, and so keep sending them in, please. Um, and we got this letter from a wife who works from home, and her husband recently started working from home as well. And she wrote in to just say that uh, he was smothering her, and she wasn't sure what to do. And so Diane is going to offer some tips on uh, how you can have a happy marriage and a happy work life when you guys never separate because you both work from home, which, uh, by the way, is becoming much more prevalent in today's uh, workforce. So uh, I think this is something a lot of you will relate to. And even if it's one of those situations where you and your spouse, one of you may actually go into the office, but on a couple days, you do come home and work from home during the month. Um, these are still good tips to follow uh, so that you don't step on each other's toes. So without further ado, um, so Diane, what, let's, let, I'm going to just kind of go through a couple questions here in terms of general rules, and um, you can fill in the blanks if I'm, if I'm missing anything here. So uh, first, okay. uh, first off, what about the workspace? Do you have any tips on creating a good workspace, uh, either – for each individual or as a collaborative environment? Well, you know, Steve, I think in a perfect world, and and we both know that sometimes it's not perfect in terms of space, but in a perfect world, if you have a little extra space, you need to separate. That means I don't like to see two desks head-to-head with each other and you both looking at each other as you're doing your individual work at different companies. Mm -hmm. It it would be wonderful if there were two different, if you're in completely two different rooms because the phone rings and and your cell phone goes off and it, it creates a whole slew of distractions. So in terms of workspace, I think you need to really try and and hopefully, even preferably across the house, okay. that means that, you know, you might be working, your workspace might be a kitchen table. It's okay, just as long as you two are not right on top of each other. I, I spoke with a couple um, 
I interviewed the wife a couple weeks ago, and she, her and her husband are both writers, and she works up in the attic, and he works down in the basement. <laughs> so they <laughs> they perfect. were on the complete opposite sides of the of the home. Um, so okay, so that's if we have the luxury of uh, being able to separate space. And what? what so what and if you don't have? Yeah, what if you don't have that luxury? And if not, you know, then I think you create office hours. Okay. You know, so if you're working from home and you have flexible hours, you can say, look, from. 8 until 1, let's say you're a writer, from uh-huh. 8 until 1, I'm in my office and I'm writing and I need my quiet time or I need the music in the background, you know, whatever it is, whatever you need during that period of time. And then you can come in from, you know, 2 until 5 or, or even if you are close together in proximity, you know, just talk about the, the times that you actually truly need to be focused um, it, it's just so important to to communicate, you know, communicate, 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 and talk about what it is that each one of you needs. You might even have to go outside and sit on the sit on the stoop, sit on the back. You know, again, we're talking about all the space away, but you yeah. have to work on it. Talk mm-hmm. about it and work on it. Um, so, uh, what about break time? Um, you, you, Part of the benefits of working from home, you actually mentioned one of them, which is flexible hours. So you don't have a boss hovering over your shoulder every two minutes. So you can kind of come and go or start earlier in the morning without the big commute. Um, So what about the break time? Because I would think, particularly as a married couple, one of the benefits would be that it's not that you only see each other for a couple hours a day or, you know, one or two hours a day, but you can spend time together during that break. You know, and it depends on the the couple as well, because some couples enjoy spending that time with each other, that break with each other, where that where they say, okay, we're both going to work, and at ten thirty, let's stop and have a cup of coffee, or at twelve thirty, let's go have lunch together. That's great. Mm-hmm. And again, that's what I call the perfect world. Generally, you know, they are they are busy and they have you know commitments and timelines and project deadlines, and it might not work. So I think absolutely. Everybody needs to, just in general, married or not, you need to factor in breaks into your day. And you have to determine if you want the break to be with your spouse or if you want to be completely alone to have some quiet time. Or you even can get out and, you know, occasionally meet with your friends. You know, sometimes we need that break away from everyone else. We started off this podcast by talking about the wife who said her husband was yeah. mothering her. Yes. So I, I, I'm i just going to take a shot at saying that she's, this is probably happening to her. He's right there, you know, looking yeah. through the looking <laughs> through the door, or, you know, he, he's always, she looks up and he's standing there, you know, whatever it is. Oh, I bet he loves her, you know, yeah. tremendously. And it's uh-huh. probably for the right reasons. But we need to, we do need a break. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the things to remember, too, is uh, you, you, you each have your own uh, responsibilities of work. And so while you may be on a big project, the other person may be doing something that's just uh, busy work. And you might right. need to focus, and we talked about those separate spaces where the other person may need to power through lunch or something like that. And so how important is communication uh, throughout this whole process? Well, that's ex- it is paramount. 
And that's what I meant a while ago when I said, you know, you have to be able to talk to each other and really be honest with each other without uh, without becoming defensive. If your husband or your wife says, look, I really need this time. I need to be, and not just for today, not just for this hour, but this is this is the ground rules. This is what we're going to have to do for both of us working under the same roof. Because it's so important to be on the same page without becoming offended when your spouse can't spend time with you. You know, it is work. It is a yeah. livelihood. And I think it's it's important to take each other's job very seriously. You know, one spouse might say, well, that's just a part-time job he or she is doing from home. Oh, gosh, it's not as important as mine. It's a respect factor. So every every job is important. If it's important to them, it should be important to you. Okay. And I, I, I love that, um, having, showing and expecting respect for the work that you're doing um, because otherwise those boundaries won't seem as important if the respect isn't there. Right, right. You know, we want to feel like what we are doing is of value and that our spouse also values us. You know, we're putting in some time. You know, we're working, we're putting in some time. It may not seem as important, but if we're doing it, it's important. So I think it's very important. It's, it's, we, our boundaries should be very, very clear. And, you know, Steve, I should have said this at the top, but you have to start off the work day from the moment you wake up in the morning. Because we, we, if we work at home, and we have that computer glaring at us as soon as we wake up, even before we get our cup of coffee. You know, you want to go into your office and check to see who has emailed you, and then you get stuck there, and three hours later, you're still sitting in your bunny slippers and your pajamas, and it doesn't feel like a work day until you actually get up, have your morning routine. If you, This is a perfect time to spend some time with your spouse, by the way. Uh-huh. It might sound kind of Pollyanna, but, you know, we have to, <laughs> again, you have to factor that time in. We're going to spend 15 minutes together after we get the kids out of the door, you know, for school, whatever your situation is, and mm-hmm. spend some time together, if that's important, before you, or at least have your breakfast, have your coffee, before you really jump in and start working. Then take your break, you know, take, and it may not be at the same time every day, but dress up. Uh-huh. You're going to work. It's whether you're at home or not. You are still at work. So I think it makes a difference, and it certainly makes a difference to somebody else looking at you, whether that's your spouse or the FedEx guy that comes to the door. You know, if if you answer the door in your house slippers and your robe at twelve o'clock, it just for you as well. It just doesn't feel as good. You need to value what you're doing. Okay, um, and I'm I'm glad you brought up the kids because. Uh, we're approaching summer, and so kids will likely be home for a bit of time. Um, but right now, we're still in in the school year uh, for a little bit longer. Um, how 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 do you divide that childcare responsibility? Um, you know, I as far as I'm concerned, gender uh, shouldn't matter. And so when the kids get home from school, uh, how how do, do you have any tips on balancing? Uh, making sure the kids are situated and doing what they need to do and maybe getting to practice or whatever the responsibilities are as a parent? Again, absolutely. You know, again, it boils down to communication, and this is these are the days that I, 
I am free. Here are the days that you are free. It might be a week-by-week thing. You know, it changes as weeks go by, and you know, because our schedules change. But it's about getting the buy-in before you even begin this work-at-home process. Look, you know, they are scheduled for soccer. They're at camp. They've got art classes. How are we going to do this? Who is going to take them? And then I think... It, even beyond that, you know, when they're little, they need more attention. They need to have breakfast. You have to stop to make them breakfast. You have to stop to make them lunch. It's just one of the things that people do when they live at home, and it's summer, and you've got kids at home. But for our older kids, you know, they are 12, they are 13, they are 15. They, by this time, even a little younger than that, they, they need to know how to make, a, make macaroni and cheese on the stove. And they need to know that mom is working or dad is working from home. And we want you to be responsible for certain responsibilities and duties. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, one of the things that I hear all the time is, oh, gosh, then I have to stop because she wants a snack. And I'm thinking to myself, well, she, you know, who they're talking about (laughs) is 14 years old. Yeah. (laughs) It's about teaching. It's about setting those boundaries with both our mate. And our children. And, it, again, it depends on the age of the children. Uh, but if they're older kids, they really, everybody needs to sit down and say summer is coming and this is what is expected. And I will tell you, you know, those little baby signs that say, shh, baby is sleeping. Yeah. I, I work at an office, but I also have a home office. So I, I, I go back and forth between both. And I have a sign that I write. You know, I wrote it on computer paper. Uh-huh. And it says, working you know quiet please be quiet i'm working or you know i stick that up there and they know you know i'm on the phone with clients and i it it has to have the same feel if i'm talking to a client from the office or from home and and again it's just about stating your boundaries Mm -hmm. i you know i think one of the important things uh as you've been uh revealing these going along is dressing um, you know, maybe you don't have to dress to the nines like you would if you're stepping into the office, but you definitely have to put on uh, some attire that makes Close. you feel like you're working. Yeah, get get out of the bunny slippers and the robe. Get out of your pajamas. Yeah, and that's um, important. And I think when you're talking about kids and boundaries, or e- maybe even your spouse too, if they if they don't see you as in that office or working role. Um, they might not respect those boundaries, but if you have a door that you're closing with the sign that says "working," if you are dressed up, that you're uh, mean business. Yes. Uh, all these things are indicators that hey, this is not just some thing that I'm. I'm not looking at Facebook on my computer over here. I'm actually doing real, right. real work. Right. You know, you're you're making the distinction that this is not your hobby. Yeah. which should also be respected, by the way. But you're making that distinction. This is my job. And, and we train people how to treat us. So if we are, if we act as if we're just sluggish and we don't want to walk into that office and I haven't changed out of my pajamas and I still have, you know, my, my hair is not brushed, well, that, that sends them a subliminal message that it's not that important to me. To you, why should it be that important to me? It's okay. I can I can interrupt, mm-hmm. and that's a big. Speaking of interrupt, uh, interruptions, that's a big issue when you work from home. They have to know you cannot walk in that door and interrupt. So there has to be something on that door, or there has to be some kind of communication that says, when you see me in here, when you see me on the telephone, especially, do not start the vacuum cleaner, do not start the blender to make your smoothie. Yeah. This is 
something I take seriously. So I want you to take it seriously as well. Uh, do you think it's going too far to actually request that your spouse make appointments? Well, we won't call it appointments. <laughs> maybe, maybe that might be a little offensive. So perhaps not an appointment, but you could say, look, I'm going to be, I, I know it's a busy day for you and it's a busy day for me. Can we, can we schedule a time a little bit later on that we can talk about, about camp and about how we're going to get the kids to camp and who's going to take Susie to their soccer game? So you can schedule some time in there mm-hmm. to absolutely, I don't think it's going too far at all. I just okay. don't know that I would say I, I need an appointment. <laughs> you know what? Let me rethink that. Maybe you can. What's wrong with that? You know, they, <laughs> they get what you mean. You know, if, you, if, yeah, it doesn't have to be hard. Sure. It's not like you're telling them to leave a message with your your son or something, and I'll, you'll get yes. back to him. It's just you know, I'm 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 free. You know, at two between two and three, if you want to talk then, or you know, exactly. being able to push it off. It's- it's all in the tone of voice. Uh-huh. You know, when you first said it, I'm thinking, okay, if you ask, I need to schedule an appointment. Well, you know, I do it. You know, I, and Steve, I don't know if you do it, but, you know, I say to my husband, okay, you know, I see him frantic and rushing around, and I know I need a moment of his time, more like 30 minutes of his time at some point. I'll say, okay, what time today can you t- talk? What time is a good time for you? And sometimes it works for me, and sometimes I say, mm, what about this time? So that when the day is over, here's something I think that is very important. Yeah. You, have to, you have to close your day at some point in time. You know, I know that I can, you can get to your spouse after a certain time of day, but sometimes during the workday you need to talk as well. That's when this appointment thing comes in. But we all have to create an end time for our workday. Whether that's 5 o'clock, whether that's 6 o'clock, at some point in time, we have to turn it off. You know, close the laptop, walk away from the computer, silence your cell phone, and spend time with each other. Mm. So important. That is real. I, I can tell you my personal experience with this. This is this is where I uh, needed to do a lot of work because I, I used to work, um, for those who don't know, I used to work at a, a print magazine, and um, I, I quit that job to work uh, on Hitched. And I would uh, wake up, start working, uh, wife would come home from work, I would keep working, and it was just, I didn't know how to turn it off. Um, I just wanted to work all the time. And so we had to, we did, we had to follow all these rules basically where it was like, okay, you need to create work hours, you need to set boundaries, you need to, we need to communicate. And um, so, you know, the other part of it was sometimes I actually did need to work those really long, crazy hours because I was working on launching something new or something along those lines. And I would be very open in my communication with my wife uh, about, you know, I have this deadline it's got to go up friday or whatever the date was uh so for the next two three nights i'm i'm not ignoring our rules um but you know this is what i need and you know as long as it wasn't the norm uh she's been totally fine and obviously supportive of it so there's always exceptions to every rule and you know just like if you were working in a regular office there's sometimes that you have to stay longer to get that project finished or, or meet that deadline but I think, and, and you know, 
some people, including myself, we are exhilarated with our work and our work projects. So it might be difficult for us to turn off the laptop or to stop. Now, now I'm not talking about deadlines. I'm just talking in general every single day. But as a courtesy to our spouse, we really do need to turn it off. You know, we really need to walk away because we have kids and we have a family and we have obligations aside from work and we have to be well-rounded. That's the best way to be, I should say. It's the most healthy. And I mean, and even if you don't have kids, uh, just being uh, present with your spouse is important. And if you're checking your Twitter feed or Facebook or whatever the case may be, I mean, social net networking, uh, social media in general has made it so easy to just stay logged on and connected 24-7 that you're right. It is so important to just power things down or put them away or whatever you need to do so that you can sit and you know actually communicate without interruption with your spouse. That's right. And I think it takes work because we've gotten in the hab- into the habit of being distracted. Mm-hmm. So now we have to get in the habit of focusing on work during the work day, getting what we need done, taking our breaks, doing all of the things that we've talked about, and then at a certain point in time, shutting down and being present with our spouse and, and even our friends. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to, to pull out our our iPhone or our smartphone and just take a quick peek at Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, it, I, this is beyond the work day, I know, but it, it goes into the work, into the evening as well. We have to shut it off. Well, the work, as far as I'm concerned, the work day is no longer nine to five. Like, I don't feel like it's been that for at least a half decade, probably longer. And, right. you know, I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I worked seven, eight hours and I stopped. And I'm not right. trying to be braggadocious or anything. I actually think it's ridiculous <laughs> that people put in 14 hours or whatever. But that's just the way it is these days. Um, and so, I I mean, I think people have and to... And some people do their best work in the middle of the night. Or yeah. they might, you know, there is no such thing as a regular work day anymore. Yeah. It might be... It, a 12-hour day or a 10-hour day, or or it might be from, you know, once everybody goes to sleep. So, again, that's more communication. It ha- if you're, when you're married, and again, it goes back to this woman who said that she was feeling smothered. Yeah. Um, she might, you have to look at all of these factors and decide what works best for you, what works best under your own roof. Yeah. I've, I've also found with friends, because they know I might be working from home, that, I'm the available friend, and so they'll call me during their commute or something uh, because they know that I'm 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 not in the office today. So uh, oh. being able to establish those boundaries as well, and if I ha- if I'm available and I have time, I'll obviously chat with them. But if I don't, like you have to be able to step up and say, you know, I can't really talk right now. I'm I'm working on this thing. But it's communicating those boundaries right. outside the home as well. And you don't have to answer the phone. That's, that's you know, true we too. we have the we have the we have the luxury of seeing who's calling most of the time. And if it's someone you cannot talk to right then, you just skip it. You just don't answer it. But I think I think more importantly, as you say, this is I, this is my work schedule. I'm not I'm not available during the day. You know, these during this uh, time of day, but. Does that really work? You know, sometimes, but not always, because sometimes you are available. Sometimes you yeah. do want to take a break. Yeah. So I think that you have to be really flexible, but at the same time, stand your ground on what's very important to you and, and show that you value your work, that it is important and yeah. significant. 
Um, and, and before we wrap up here, Diane, uh, do you have any final thoughts or suggestions for our wife who feels smothered by her husband now that they're both working from home? I think that she needs to talk to him, schedule an appointment <laughs> when they're both available, when it's when they are not working during the work day, okay. and, uh, you know, when they're not frantic, I should say, because if they have a, a comfortable schedule during the work day that they could sit down and talk, great. But some time where they both are relaxed and they could just say, listen, we're both working from home now and it's, and there's going to be some, I know we both need to make some changes and some allowances and how are we going to work this out? And I love you. I love you and I love you being here with me, but I'm easily distracted. So could you help me out? You know, ask for, ask for his help and his assistance. You know, I really need for you to help me out and, and help me stay focused. And one of the ways you could do that is just giving me the giving me the, the time that I need to really focus in on my projects. Mm, okay. Um, we will wrap it up here, Diane. So thank you so much for your time. It's always my pleasure. Uh, before we go, I want to remind everyone, you are listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the o- owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and indiv- individuals. You can get more information at her website, Protocol School of Texas. Uh, if you want more etiquette tips, uh, Diane has a really great blog. It's diannegotsman.com. Um, you can, of course, find past podcasts with Diane at our website at hit, uh, hitchedmag.com. Uh, you can follow Diane on Twitter. She is a great person to follow on Twitter, uh, at Diane Gotsman. Um, I, am co- of course, am on Twitter at Hitched Media. Uh, and if you forget any of this information, it's all up on Hitched. Uh, thank you for listening. And um, if you haven't already, I don't know how you guys get this. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we recommend the Stitcher Radio app. It is a awesome free app, and it automatically downloads our podcast without having to sync it with a computer. So when we post a new podcast and it's available, it will be there on your smartphone device. It's iPhone, Android, Windows Phone, all of those compatible BlackBerry all compatible with all those it's free it'll ask you to um register uh just so they can store your information in the cloud so that you can access it from anywhere uh so it's basically just an email address and there's a spot for promotion code if you put in uh hitched as the promo code it will let them know that uh we referred you which would help us out so uh and if you listen to i from us uh the podcast on iTunes, uh, please leave some feedback, give us a star rating, whatever, um, be honest. And, uh, you know, the, the more comments and ratings we get, the higher it actually moves us up the ranking. So if you could do that, that'd be a big help as well. So, uh, one last time. Thank you so much, Diane. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And I look forward to doing it again soon. Me too. Uh, and that's going to do it. So take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. 
entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.